I'm Candy Evans. I'm so excited to be your host for Dallas Dirt. And today we have a guest who I've been dying to get on the show. Let me welcome Remington Reese to Dallas Dirt. He is now the in, the marketing director for Ebby Holiday Companies, creative, creative, creative director for Ebby Holiday Companies. He comes to them with a background in marketing and advertising. He was at Dave Perry Miller for years where he did genius things, one of the um, probably the, the strongest marketing um, house in town, I think, at, at, for, as far as brokers go. So welcome to Dallas Dirt. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, thank you so much for coming. And we're going to talk about marketing today. Do's and don'ts is what we'll start with. What do you tell agents, first-time agents or newbie agents when you train them on marketing at every holiday companies? What are the do's and don'ts? From a marketing standpoint, don't compromise this idea of credibility through design. Don't compromise that in lieu of content. Don't overload um, whatever you're doing, whether it's print or digital, um, websites, business cards, whatever. The more that you compromise credibility through design, the less effective the piece is ultimately going to be. And I, I guess by credibility through design, I mean, um, it's, it, it's, it's the most important ideal. If, if something looks competent and together and credible, then you really don't have to, you know, beat the proverbial horse with commonplace um turns of phrase or marketing. the right you're talking about the writing and so, so yeah. here's here's a good example okay. um and if agents walking at home or watching at home you guys can play along with this as well okay one of my favorite exercises is in with a big group of agents if you ask them describe yourself or your business in a couple of adjectives and you give them a few minutes to you know think and sit through that Every single time without fail, they all have the same four or five adjectives. They're all trustworthy. They're all hardworking. They're all good negotiators and they all know the market. Right. And so. Like they're all best realtors. Right. And so <laughs> if, if you can achieve credibility through design, you don't need to dedicate space, content messaging to try to convince people that you're trustworthy and hardworking. Um, the, the analogy I would typically use there is it's like going to the grocery store. And, you know, you decide you want to make a cake and you need to buy flour. Do you want the, the flour box that says, um, you know, use this flour and, and we'll create a soft, moist cake? Or do you want the one that, you know, in all caps says, using this flour won't kill you? It, it sh you shouldn't have to say that. You shouldn't have right. to try to convince anybody that you're trustworthy, especially right. as a real estate agent. That should be achieved right out of the gate. So is, are you saying do that through words? It's, it's words, it's layout, it's design, Photo. um, yes, headshots, photos, okay. it's, it's truly all encompassing. And okay. I think if, if it is actually achieved, it's ultimately it's greater than the sum of its parts. Okay. Um, and I think really that's one of the keys to branding in general. Um, real brands, true brands are inherently greater than the sum of their parts. And so that, that kind of philosophy or mindset right out of the gate, um, is what I try to instill in the agents in our company, because if you can achieve that, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 30 days into the business or 30 years into the business, you're going to present yourself as a competent, trustworthy, hardworking agent right from the from the get-go. Exactly. I think we both know Dave Perry Miller, mm -hmm. who is the, uh, his name is on the door of the company. Yep. 
And one of the, you know, Dave, Dave was an agent. And I'm dying to get him on the show, by the way, the next time he comes oh, he'd, to Dallas. He'd be a great guest. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's one of my favorite people in the world. And, you know, he was an agent and he was a, a different uh, brokerage. And, you know, he practiced that. I mean, he was so genuine. He, and he, you know, he wasn't even born in Dallas. And yet he became one of the most successful agents in Dallas. And that so much that his name is on the door of a company that's owned by Berkshire Hathaway. Yep. I mean, it, it, it's amazing to me. And I watched him with his marketing and how genuine, genuine mm-hmm. is, is, is another word that, that comes to mind, I think. Um, if you have a genuine product and you really believe in it, then you don't have to prove yourself, right? Totally. Exactly. Totally. And that's you. So hire some agents in town who kind of practice this. And, you know, they can be in, in you know, Ebby or Dave Pamela or anyone else. Um. I think for the most part, the the upper echelon of agents, the top producing agents, mm-hmm. really at Dave Perry Miller Real Estate, Abbey Holiday Companies, or even, you know, otherwise, mm-hmm. um, they they are achieving this and they are doing it well um, because to some extent they have to be. Um, but locally, one one group that is relatively new to Dave Perry Miller Real Estate, but not the industry in general, um, it's the Avers real estate group. Okay. Um, and they were, you know, they do, they they used to do a lot of stuff in Las Colinas and they work with a lot of de- developers and builders around, um, in the Dallas area now, but they, they do a really, really good job of marrying their own personal brand with the Dave Perry Miller real estate brand mm-hmm. and kind of keeping it cohesive and consistent and, um, approachable and genuine and human, which, which I think is an integral part to marketing these days. Um, Perry Miller Strife Group, Ryan Strife, you know, that's a, that's a no brainer, very, very strong, tremendous success, especially in the last few years. Um, brand is everything to them. It, It is first and foremost. Um, and I think that that you can really see that manifest in, in all of their marketing. Um, that's that's the priority as it should. Yes, to the brand. When you talk about marketing, these these beautiful things that we cherish so much, what are some of the most unusual uh, techniques that you've seen? Unusual. Um, I think one. So I'm, I'll pivot pivot that slightly. Instead of unusual, how about out of the box? Does out of the box. That works. That's a better um, word. One of yes. one of my favorite campaigns that Dave Perry Miller Real Estate ever did. Um, a couple of years ago, we had this we had this opportunity to take out a, quite a few um, what what I would call large format signage, about four feet wide, eight to ten feet tall. Um, these giant boards that we were able to display in North Park Center. Oh. Um, Right, if I remember correctly, like right outside the Apple Store. So, I mean, just a prime walkway for foot traffic. Um, we had four or five of them all in a row, and one side was um, everything from you know tips to you, you know sell your home for the spring, like how to prepare it, um, as well as kind of how the general real estate process works at various price points. And then the other side were, I mean giant beautiful photos of for the most part the interiors of high-end luxury homes and so it had on house board it was house board yes very very much so house board but one side was 
informational, it was content-based, but then the other side had this really nice um, kind of interactive element where this this may make me sound a little bit creepy, ultimately, or stalker-esque, right? <laughs> um, right after they were installed, you know, I, I took my fiance at the time, now wife, um, and we just kind of camped out in North Park and just watched people interact with the boards and engage with them. I love it. A ton of people, you know, taking selfies or having their photos. In front of the houses? Yeah, in front of the house photos, and then this 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 is a story. But this is the in in my mind the the greatest compliment that the the Dave Perry Miller Real Estate brand has ever been paid. Um, so Jeff Bezos has this you know great quote. Um, that I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but it, essentially it's you know your brand is what people say when you're not in the room, what they say about you when you're not in the room. Yeah. And so while I was sitting there just camped out i'll say camped out instead of creeping around um but while i was there you know i overheard a conversation and it was a younger guy kind of walking with his parents i assume through the mall um it was right around um there, there was i got the impression he went to smu and it was his parents coming so he was a young adult yeah yeah um, probably mid you know early 20s something mm -hmm. like that if i had to guess but they walked by the exhibit that we had set up and the parents said, oh, what's, what's Dave Perry Miller real estate? And the young guy said something like, oh, there's some, you know, big deal real estate brokerage in town. They do a lot of luxury stuff or something like that. And then they, you know, kind of took a photo with it and walked away. But I, w I was sitting there and literally turned to my wife and said, oh my God, we, we did it. That's, that's the you, goal. You that's, brand. that's what you want. Yeah, the man. What what we in TV news used to call the man on the street interview, yeah, yeah. and that's exactly. what you were saying is the man exactly. on the street just said they're the biggest deal in town. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I. And that was even before they saw this exhibit. I mean, it's because you you branded it yeah. into and, and the that, air here. Yeah, and that <laughs> that brought it home for me and kind of yeah. took it full circle where I was like, oh man, I must be doing I've done, something. I've done right. what we're, we're doing something right here. Yeah. And so truly, I, I look back at that and it sounds so silly, but in my mind, that's the single greatest compliment I've ever gotten professionally and the brand's ever gotten, um, as far as I'm aware. Well, that's the one I took the most that, How did you get this? Because that's brilliant. Yeah. I know that spot very well since yeah. I know the Apple store. It's right outside of Nordstrom's. Mm -hmm. And then they also have like a little across the street and up is Lush. Do I know North Park? Well, yes. And there's a little, there's like a little flower exhibit or something mm -hmm. there. So you, how did, did you work this out with North Park? We, we happened to have an in um, with their marketing director at the time and they kind of pitched, pitched an opportunity and we took it and ran with it and it went through several different iterations, but um, it, I, I mean, this is kind of one of the the keys to success in marketing is when you when you get opportunities like this, you jump. You have to capitalize. Yeah. And truly, you know, we were pitched. It made sense. And I called up the CFO at the time, Ron Berger, um, and said, "Ron, we need X amount. We need to grab this. this makes sense. I mean, because it costs, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was expensive, but, but well worth it. I love what you said. Is that and we should put this in gold." in print somehow you never never in marketing don't don't ever miss a marketing opportunity don't don't let it slide by you uh grab it even if you're not sure that it's right try it right 
it's one, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got, um, was, um, I, I had the opportunity years ago to speak at, um, how design live in Chicago, uh, which is a, not real estate conference, but design kind of conference. Um, and I, you know, listened to this seminar on, I, I, I guess creative management is probably the best way to describe it. Um, but one of the points that the speaker was making was basically every year, 10% of your budget should be experimental. You should, you should be making that and, you know, not necessarily dipping your toe in, but, you know, making a concentrated effort to commit to something, even just to try it. And in the back of your mind, if it fails or it's not successful or doesn't meet X, Y, Z goal that you try to establish, it doesn't necessarily matter because you're at least trying to push the envelope mm -hmm. and more often than not, even if the kind of big picture wasn't successful, you'll find something within that that worked. Mm -hmm. And then next year, next quarter, next month, you can take that and run. Fascinating information, but are there any like do's and don'ts? And I'm really want to want to focus on the don'ts now for agents when they sure. come into marketing. The, I think one of the larger mistakes that I see, especially new agents make, is, in in my opinion, it's better to send something out that is ultimately a, a B plus or an A minus than never send something out because you can't get it to what you think is the A plus level. Mm -hmm. I mean, and especially in terms of you know direct mail or something like that, where you're casting a huge net and hoping to get. You know, couple bites from whoever, whoever you're sending them out to um fear we up, up in the marketing department we call it foso fear of sending out and it happened fortunately it happens relatively rare and we're there to you know you kind of provide that nudge and get them over the edge a little bit Talking through it. um but it's <clears throat> it's it's ultimately a colossal waste of your time your emotional energy um to spend all this time getting something together and then not send it out because you're you're afraid it's not perfect. Well, and that that's you know we have that pro we writers have that mm -hmm. problem. Yep. Um, it's a creative I, curse. Yes, yeah. I it is a creative and curse. Well, you sure. know, I will go. Oh my god, I can't I can't finish this because it's not perfect. And thank God I have wonderful editors like Shelby and Joe who just put it out there. It's fine. You know, we'll take care of it. Just do it. You know. But yeah, so you, you talk them through that because they're probably nervous and they think it's got their brand on it, their name on it. It has to be perfect. Yep. And that, that's tough. So that's one mistake. Um, are there any places where you see agents wasting like resources? Um, print, print is always kind of a hot topic whenever that question in particular comes up. Yes. And I've, I've got some polarizing opinions i would say on on that in general i i don't think print is fully dead but i think it's changing and how we look at it as real estate marketers in particular needs to change where i i have a very hard time believing that you, you know you you release a at, at the broker level and everybody does this you know it would be a full page and in, in some print publication with a bunch of active listings right i don't yeah. think Granted, you know, I say this, but I'm sure this has happened in some capacity, but it, it's rare. It's, it has to be that, you know, somebody flips through the newspaper or, or some high-end print magazine or, or glossy, as it's called sometimes, and they're scrolling through, and, oh, here's a day Paranormal real estate ad. Here's a $5 million property. 
yes, I like that. Let me call that agent right now. Hey, I want to see it. I want to buy it. I, I think what would be a better use of your marketing dollars from a print standpoint is to really use it exclusively in a proof of success capacity. So showing the agent. Sh- yes, showing solds, showing successes, mm-hmm. showing pendings, because I do think it's within the realm of possibility for somebody to flip through a magazine and think, or and see, oh, 123 Main Street, it was sold by, you know, John Smith. Well, I live at 125 Main Street. I bet John could sell my that must I'm going to save that. That, that may I'm happen. Gonna, I'm gonna, right. You know, give him a call and, right. and see what the deal with that one is. I do think that that's possible, and I do think that that happens. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of, you know, using your marketing dollars to, to showcase active listings in print only makes sense if it's in a larger kind of branding strategy to start associating yourself with these higher-end listings. Um, beyond that, I, I don't think it's effective. I don't think people find homes like that in this day and age. They don't. And it, in other words, it's use it to show your prowess as an agent or as a team, but don't use it. because uh, exa- Also, things move so quickly. Mm-hmm. By the time the print comes out, the home can be sold. And that's that's one of our more consistent yeah. uh, nightmares on an yeah. ongoing basis. Oh, yeah. And then you... That happens all the time. Right. And you've wasted your money on yeah. it. So completely, I agree. And I, I tell agents that all the time. On the other hand, I think sellers, especially sophisticated sellers, they don't want their realtor to necessarily be a movie star. They just want, they want their house sold for the right. most money. Right. Bottom line, how can you get me the most money? So what you're saying is, if you can show that, then use print for that. Well, I, I think at the end of the day, in, in its most reductive sense, like every single real estate marketing message boils down to, I can sell your home faster and for more money than the cop. Everyone else, what, right. When, however, yeah. whatever that looks like. Right. And so if you kind of approach your own marketing strategy with that in the back of your mind, it becomes a lot easier to differentiate yourself. And it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying originally with the whole credibility through design thing. If you're having to spend money to articulate that you're trustworthy, mm-hmm. you've, you've inherently failed right right out of the gate. Exactly. And also agents spend their own money on marketing so that whatever they get in that huge commission, they have to spend a portion of that on marketing. A lot of people either don't realize that or can't fully process that. And then they dive into the business, especially in the last couple of years. Yes, but that was so, all the TV shows showed how easy it was. Now, how much does the broker help? The broker helps somewhat. They match some funds. Is that just kind of dependent on the broker? It, it depends on the brokerage. Um, all of the brands under Ebby Holiday Companies, um, Day Permanent Real Estate, Ebby Holiday itself, and Williams True over at Fort Worth, mm-hmm. um, we do a very, very good job um, of matching funds, of, mm-hmm. you know, contributing a lot of it in a 50-50 capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, that's that's an important component, at least on my end. You know, there, there's a saying, happy chickens lay eggs. And the, I, I mean, it's, it's extremely applicable to real estate. The happier and, and more confident the agents are, the more likely they are to sell and be it's successful a, right. at the end of the day. Yeah. And so in, in my experience or opinion at least, very rarely on my end is it worth kind of nickel and diming over, yeah. oh, we're not going to give you, you know, some very nominal sum, you know, yeah. sub a thousand dollars or something. Ooh, we're not going to give you that because, you know, we're un- unsure on the ROI or something like that. That's a waste of time. Um, 
and and I mean, really, as far as ROI is concerned in real estate, it, it's very rarely is it ever possible to actually determine what that is. Right. Um, right. And it, it all kind of boils down to just from a big picture marketing strategy, the wider net you can cast, and then you see what's working, and then you capitalize on what's working. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way to go about it. There's there's really not a one size fits all solution. Solution to answer to marketing. Oh, fascinating. This has been really our most fascinating, uh, I think, podcast to date. I'm fascinated by this. I mean, because I am, I love, I just eat and drink marketing. I mean, it fascinates me in all aspects of life, but especially real estate. And I want to thank you so much for joining us. And we want to have you back. I would love to come back. Um, At times, I can be quite shy or reserved. I've been called stoic before. Oh. But as soon as I, as soon as I get a microphone in front of my face, I can wax poetic with the best of them. So I would love to come back. We'd love it. And we're going to get Dave over here to put him in the hot seat. It'll be wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Dallas Dirt. We'll see you next time. That does it for this episode of Dallas Dirt. Join us the next time as we dig into DFW's hottest real estate news with host Candy Evans. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube to receive every new episode. And if you like the episode, give it five stars and tell a friend. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you the next time. This episode was recorded at the Real News Communications Network studios in Dallas and is copyrighted by Dallas Dirt.